I'm Haley. I'm Sean. And welcome to Haley Hates Everything. I pick a surprise topic. And I get high and opinionated so we can discuss it together. So grab a snack and hang out with us for Haley Haley Hates Hates Everything. to the podcast i'm Haley, and i am joined by sean my co-host hi sean (laughs) i just came in hot and i was a little frazzled in the night i didn't i I need to take a moment to breathe Mm, okay (sighs) that feels better that was a weird breath out i (laughs) that was kind of a creepy (laughs) breath out how are you doing, Sean? What has been going on? Do we have anything exclusive to talk about right up front here? <laughs> I don't think so, man. I think depression has been mm. on the menu for the last <laughs> few weeks. And it's not a tasty treat. Anxiety is also there. And mm-hmm. anxiety is kind of like, like the burnt parts in the fryer. Like they're <laughs> soggy and they're gross and they smell funny. You don't like it, but it yeah. comes with the territory. <laughs> that makes sense. And depression. What is depression? Depression is like the sludge in the oven. I, I worked in a kitchen in an old folks home, so this is why this is fresh in my, my head. It's the sludge in the oven. There was always this, I don't know, like a, a mesh of metal hmm. that collected oils and greases and uh, other things like that mm-hmm. and it had to be scrubbed and yeah. good luck getting that thing clean but we tried and that sludge and that oil the gross the grossness mm. to me that's the depression anyway that's what's been going on for me and that's why we're late with this episode of the podcast quite honestly because you know there's only so much things you can do in one day just as a regular human yeah and then if you have some kind of chronic illness or some kind of disability or some kind of any other issue but like anxiety and depression to me is part of that sort of chronic illness thing it's hard sometimes you can take a shower and then you're lucky if you can get anything else done sometimes you can pretend it's not there to get your shit done that you have to get done Yeah, yeah and then maybe you can cry later while you watch a disney movie just to try to balance yourself out and then sometimes like lately every time i tried to speak i would start crying i cried this morning (laughs) yeah 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 it's just it's fucking annoying it's frustrating yeah i'm sick of it (laughs) but it's there like i can't i can't make it go away forever anyway i don't want to bring everybody down but that's just what's going on with me see i i imagine like your depression anxiety thing is Mm -hmm. like you know, when you put on the VR headset and you tap it and it does the black and white grainy thing, uh-huh. it's like that view. And then it's also kind of like Terminator. So like somebody says, oh yeah, you, that outfit looks fine. And mm. then like next to that, there's like all these little options of like what that might mean. Yeah. Of like, you're ugly, your outfit is shit. It's not great. <laughs> so that means it sucks. I'll dissect the shit out of somebody's tone. But I feel like that's me all the time. And I guess that's your example of, yeah, you, you're always anxiety and depression. It's just yeah. sometimes it's super shitty, like right now when you have trouble functioning. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just simmering under the surface and lets you do your own thing. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I can see that. The Terminator bit made me laugh because 
Yeah, I I could kind of see that about me. Like, how is that person looking at me? Judgment what the, face. What is the tone of their voice? Yeah, exactly. Detecting what, judgment. What words are they using? How are they standing? Did they move away from me? Like, yeah, every, I'm always constantly. And I think that hypervigilance is definitely from the trauma of my childhood. Yeah, just trying yeah. to decipher everybody's emotions all the time so I wouldn't get in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, it's a fun superpower. <laughs> I'm great at parties. Uh, <laughs> also, I can tie a cherry stem in a knot with my tongue. So I just want to say, it, maybe I'm a little traumatic at parties, but I do have a trick. So hopefully that redeems me. <laughs> Any follow-ups on hashtag van life that you got, Haley? People... Well, one person in particular was very excited to tell me that they traveled in a van for a week with some friends of theirs. Yeah. Actually, it's an interesting story because this person, and I didn't ask them if I could tell the story, so I don't want to name them just in case. But this person went on a vacation with her husband. And while they were on vacation, they met this couple who lives in a van and travels in a van. And I think this couple is originally from somewhere in South America. I'm not quite sure what country. Mm. Okay. So they were they were cooking special dishes. Like they became mm. fast friends, right? Oh yeah. And eventually they went on a vacation together. Uh-huh. And during some of the trip, the person that I know lived in the van for a week. She said that she slept in a hotel. <laughs> but otherwise she traveled in the van. Now I had questions. I had follow up questions because I know when I judge things, people are like, Hey, wait a second. And they want to make sure that they're heard and that they lived in a van. They did this, they did that. That's great. That's great. I want y'all to reach out. I want y'all to talk to me. <laughs> yes. I'm not offended that you're offended that I hated something. Like, <laughs> this is my life. You guys, Like, it doesn't mean that I'm judging you. It just means that this thing is something that I judge for myself and I don't like it. <laughs> it doesn't mean that I'm judging you. Yeah. Yeah. So I want you to reach out and I want you to talk to me about your experiences. I like hearing that shit. I like knowing a different perspective. This is my perspective. It's my podcast. Maybe you like using public restrooms. Yeah, That's ma- something Haley doesn't like. Maybe you fucking love it. How do you deal with it? <laughs> do you just not care about germs? Like, I would love to know. So anyway, I had follow-up questions, and I asked her the follow-up questions, and then she didn't get back to me. So this is really a non-story about a story that I know is there. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, when you reach out and I have questions, I would like answers. Thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> Because I would like to talk about them on the podcast. I would like to educate others Mm, in like, hey, I just learned this. Or, hey, I talked to this person and they said, blah, 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 blah. I think that's interesting. Yeah. I would like to find out about once they had everything like road ready, like how much room was left in the van like, Mm. and stuff like that. I think it'd be tough to bring someone into your van life because you have all this specific stuff and you'd be like, well, yeah, that has to be like that because of hashtag van life it's like we have to have this sort of thing set up like that i think it'd be tough to introduce someone into it yeah one space you ain't Mm -hmm. got room for another body there's barely room for you and whatever shit you've decided to take with you so yeah and it's not a life for everybody not everybody's gonna be like oh yeah i'm down (laughs) to clown for the rest of my life in this van 
not everybody's going to be into that. And maybe some people are like, you know what, I'm going to do it for three years and then I'll try to be normal or whatever their idea of that is. And that kind of gets back to a part that I didn't really get into on the main podcast, which is couples doing the entire van life and then discovering that one or both of you do not like van life. Ooh, yeah, (laughs) that would be... Yeah, there's like multiple people with stories about having to go through even just like a breakup, not even like being married, Mm -hmm. but just like a normal boyfriend, girlfriend, van life breakup. So they're still living in a van together. Yeah. But they're not together. Yeah, there's that. And then sometimes one of them just wants to get out. And then like what happens at that point? Because now, depending on, you probably went into this really optimistic like, we're going to do van life. This Mm -hmm. is going to be us. And now you're breaking up and it's like, who contributed what money to the van? Who contributed what effort to the van? Whose name is on the title for the van? There's like specific wording that can be on the title for like Sean and Haley. Mm -hmm. Sean or Haley for being able to make changes to the title. If it was, for instance, Sean or Haley. Mm Mm-hmm. And you decide you didn't want van life, you're getting out of it. Right. And you you went to the title office and decided to, since it said Sean or Haley, Mm -hmm. you can then go, I'm going to change it then. I'm going to change it to be just Haley only. Ooh, that's shady. And then I'm going to call the cops and say (gasps) that Sean stole it. What? Yeah, that's happened. I'm going to write this down just in case, but... Wow. So you definitely want a Sean and Haley can make changes to the title on on the title. Damn. One lady, she got sued from her ex-boyfriend. Like they... What? She wanted to continue the van life. He did not. And she thought they came to an amicable agreement for what she was going to pay him and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. And she gets back on the road and then gets a freaking lawsuit from this guy that he doesn't think it's fair. And then she has to deal with a whole lawsuit while she's doing her van life and oh stuff. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So there's... Well, they, that guy sounds like a prick for sure. Yeah. They recommend a van life prenup. Wow. Because also for one, say like if we both went in 50-50 mm-hmm. on a brand new van, $200,000. Oof. We start out on van life. A week goes by or something, and you're like, I'm fucking done. Right. I want my 100K. (laughs) Good luck. I want to get out of here. Well, that van's already depreciated by a ton. You're not going to be able to sell it for that much and say, I want to keep doing it. Then I don't necessarily want to sell it, but I'm not going to want to pay you 100 grand because it's not worth 200 grand anymore. Yeah. So there's all kinds of stuff that can come up. There's another reason not to do it. (laughs) Oh, man. Here's an idea. Before you decide that van life is for you and you spend all the money on your special van, <laughs> how about you take a road trip with this person you, you want to live in a van with, even if that's yourself? Yeah. Take a road trip. Try to do it for a month. Mm-hmm. If you can make it, okay. Maybe yeah. maybe it'll work. Yeah. If you don't like it, then you know you don't like it. You just saved yourself a ton of money and a <laughs> yep. ton of headache. And also, yeah, you really got to make sure you trust the person you're doing it with. Because there's also some of them really bad stories like that Gabby Petito lady. Oh, she got murdered, right? Yeah. Her fiance killed her. Ooh, I think just left her there. Was that the guy that went to Florida and yeah. the Everglades and shit? I sort yeah. of followed it. I didn't fully follow it till closer to the end. But 
Yeah, yeah, like, he, like, disappeared, and they ended up finding his body, and he killed himself, and he wrote, like, a, I don't know, I think he had, like, a journal or something, and apparently in his journal, he said that she had, like, fallen and injured herself severely, so he he thought he was putting her out of her misery or something like that. Oh, wow. But then later in the journal, I think he said maybe he didn't evaluate the situation correctly. (laughs) Oh, my, no shit, Sherlock. (laughs) Yeah. That sucks. That's just terrible. Yeah. No, it is. Be careful, y'all. Just be careful. So, just, you can do van life. There's certainly the pros to it and stuff, but make sure you figure out what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, you got to have a well-rounded view Mm -hmm. to go into anything. Even if it's something you love, you got to know the shit that you hate about it, too. Mm -hmm. So you can decide how much you truly love it to continue that's always in about anything pros and cons i don't feel like any job is going to be the perfect job right yeah because there's always going to be shit that you don't want to do and there's always going to be some kind of paperwork or some kind of talking to the public or some kind of part of it that is not for you my recommendation at a minimum do a month of van life at home Mm -hmm. showering in an outside shower or going to the gym to do your showers the whole nine yards yeah doing setting up a camp stove out out in your backyard mm-hmm. making your all your meals on the camp stove yeah you gotta practice i feel yeah. like you gotta That's practice the other thing, yeah you gotta learn if it's really free. figure out some go-to recipes and you can't just be... pick up whatever and take it with you unless you're eating it that night yeah and if you are one person most things don't come in like a single package mm-hmm. and also if you do have some kind of single package stuff, are you worried about the environment? Do you care about the single-use plastics you're using? Mm. There's also all that shit, too. Things that make you go... Ooh-wee! Okay, Haley, you got any ooh-wees? Yesterday was New Kids on the Block Day, and that's a big ooh-wee for me. Because I've been a New Kids <laughs> fan for 35 years. 35 years (laughs) that's crazy like how am i even that old but they had some videos that i haven't watched yet because i was busy working yesterday i listened Mm. to they put some live songs from a philadelphia show up on spotify there's also three videos you can check out on their youtube channel and then they had some other little little things just for (laughs) just for us special folks who love them but you can listen and watch my other ooey that does have to do with that Because New Kids is so celebratory, and I feel like, for me, and I feel like listening to them yesterday and singing along did help me Mm -hmm. not be so sad sack. And New Kids is like, I can't say anti-drug because I need my drugs, but New Kids has previously been my anti-drug and is always there to help me and comfort me and make me feel better. Like, new kids were always there for me. Like, when I was a kid and I was so upset, Mm -hmm. I would go to my room and I'd put new kids on and just sing along or think (laughs) about new kids or dance around my room or whatever it was. Yeah. Write stories, uh, fan fiction and such. Anyway, guess what? I get to see Joe McIntyre next week. Oh, shit. I get to stand right next to him and touch him. Mm Mm-hmm. And I get to say, Joe, oh my God, Joe, I missed your beautiful face. Fucking love you, dude. (laughs) And he's, I'm sure he's going to smile. His eyes are going to glisten. Y'all, I can't even tell you how beautiful Joe's (laughs) eyes are in person. You have to see them for yourself. It is pretty, 
pretty amazing. Right? I have to agree. It's What would you how would you describe Joe's eyes? I, they're just I don't know. They're just really pretty. They're just really pretty. Yeah, it's this like shade of blue that you wouldn't imagine would be a natural shade of blue for someone's eyes. Okay, that's better than your first answer. <laughs> It just needs more detail. I don't want you to, I don't want to say like, describe how pretty you think I am. And you go, well, you're just really pretty. (laughs) That doesn't help me. That does nothing for me. I want descriptions. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I want some Shakespearean (laughs) shit responded back to me, okay? (laughs) Joe's eyes to me are like a tropical sea, Mm. like a tropical ocean. You know when the ocean is the same color as the sky but it's like a a turquoise blue mm-hmm. joe's eyes are like that like this clear turquoise bright blue water that just sparkles like the ocean on a white sand beach exactly like that <laughs> exactly like that yes mm-hmm. that's joe's eyes and they're mesmerizing and it's hard to look away. They're so bright, you guys. They're just so bright. I can't even, I can't even explain it. The first time I saw his eyes, I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> they're magical. <laughs> because they're just so bright and they're so turquoise. Yeah, yeah. I remember right after I met him the first time, I was 19. And actually, I I recently posted about this on Instagram. But I went to the store to get a new toothbrush and I found a toothbrush that was almost the exact color of Joe McIntyre's <laughs> eyes and I was like that's my new toothbrush and it just made me happy because it's such a pretty color yeah. but also it reminded me of Joe's eyes and then I got to see him <laughs> and and I can't wait he's going to perform and I get to hang out with my friend Summer and it's yeah. going to be awesome so that's my ooey I got to clean the house and I got to pack that's not ooey but getting to Seattle and seeing Joe McIntyre will be a plus for me. I had one ooey along that kind of vein, mm-hmm. and that is that I found that there are a number of live concert Prince albums. Oh, that's right. You got into your Prince phase. My Prince era. Yeah, yeah, in your Prince era. <laughs> <laughs> These are live Prince performances you can listen on Spotify, so it's... Just kind of nice to hear hear the live performances. I agree. I know I miss going to live mm-hmm. live music in general. Yeah. Just yeah. just anywhere. True. Really, it's fun. Even like I, I'm sure we've gone over one of Haley's absolute favorite Uh-oh. groups is Westlife. <gasps> Westlife. And I, one of their songs, I'm always used to the live version, and I'm always kind of disappointed when I hear their their radio version of it. It makes me sad that you say you were disappointed hearing anything that Westlife could do. <laughs> that that just hurts my heart because Westlife is beauty and grace and love. I just and... like their live performance of it better, that's all. Okay, what song was it though? Shit, I don't remember what song it was, but I do remember you saying that to me. What's your other ooey? Oh, yes, yes, yes. My other ooey, and I've talked about it on another ooey, is plus size main characters in books. <laughs> I love it. If you can't see me and you never saw me, I'm fat. Hello. And so I've really been getting into this genre of romance novels that have a plus size main character. And I read two more. They're by an author named Kayla Gross. And one is called I Like You Like That. And it's about a plus size pop star whose former best friend, like 
childhood teen best friend that she had a big crush on. They're no longer friends. They don't talk anymore. He becomes her bodyguard. Mm-hmm. She has a stalker. So that's an issue. And then romance <laughs> blossoms. Mm-hmm. The other one that I just read by the same author is called Rain Me In. R-E-I-N, because it's about cowboys and cowgirls. <laughs> the cowgirl in question, the main character, she has moved back to town. She hasn't been home since her brother died five years ago in an mm. accident that she blames herself for. And she meets up again with her dead brother's best friend. They butt heads. He's got a lot of issues. I cried a lot more because it did have a lot of grief issues. Mm. Uh, because the the male character, his father died a year before, and so oh. he's dealing with all of the stress of his whole family and how they're dealing with it and a mess his father left with their ranch. Like, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on in this one. Yeah. Uh, but there was also that underlying, I like I like the real shit. You know, it's not always easy to, to deal with the real shit, but I like when stories like that have some real shit in it because it just makes it more meaningful mm-hmm. than if it was just a frivolous yeah. romance, which also has its place and is fun. But I, I really enjoyed having that extra meat of the story. Mm-hmm. So that one I really, really loved and related a lot to to the oh, characters oh, cool mm-hmm. surprising because i'm not a cowgirl but i would write a cowboy <laughs> oh i got more i just thought of more so i really want to tell you guys about this scrubby brush that i bought on amazon <laughs> and it is a handheld like a it has an extension thing i'm talking it's like as long as a vacuum and the brush head is on the end i'm trying to explain this to you mm. um it does have an extendo handle extendo uh, <laughs> People don't know that song, but it made me laugh. And it has different brush heads, points, domes, whatever, for different surfaces and stuff. Hmm. I got it to clean my shower because I don't know if y'all know this about me, but I don't like hard labor. And so I don't really want to like put the elbow grease into shit. Any kind of grease, really. So I like the scrubby brush. Now, I tried, I did half of my shower because my shower has these grout places. It's all tile. It's all tile. And the grout gets mildewy real fast, especially because of this damp environment that we live in in the Pacific Northwest of like things just get mildew, moldy real fast. Yeah. And we got hard water. So that always yeah. kind of leaves. Uh, so I'm constantly trying to clean this fucking shower and it's a pain in my ass and I fucking hate it. So anyway, I got this brush on Amazon and I did half my shower where I have a lot of issues with mildew and stuff. It's the mildew stuff still hasn't grown back on that side of the shower since I scrubbed it. The other side of the shower, it's growing back. Mm. And it's it's time for me, obviously, to clean my shower again. But I was real happy with the results from this brush. And it had a lot of great reviews on Amazon anyway, which is why I bought it. I got a pretty mint colored one, whatever. (laughs) But I'll link it in the description box because... If you love having utensils to clean shit right with and you want to make it easier for you. Now, this thing, you still got to hold on. You're still going to get a workout. It's like (laughs) arms tighten your core. It gets a little unruly, but it works. All right. Sean says I should should keep going because I got some movies. And guess what? I haven't been very positive the last few weeks. So we're going (laughs) to run with this. My next do we, and this is part of my let me dissociate from all of my feelings for a little bit to 
rest. I play The Sims 4. I don't actually, I don't play it. Here's what I do. (laughs) I get as much decorations as I can possibly get. And usually I'll buy a little like $5 pack here or there, like every once in a while. So I'm collecting the little bits. And then I go build giant ass mansions in The Sims 4. I pick a neighborhood, I pick a, uh, the biggest <laughs> lot, and I go to town and I make a giant ass house. And guess what? People have special chemist labs, people have <laughs> greenhouses, people have hot tub areas, they got rooftop <laughs> bars, they got all kinds of shit. Do you know what I just finished up? I made a basement sex club <laughs> under this mansion. It's pretty impressive. It's fucking awesome, you guys. And I think I'm going to take a picture of it in some way and try to post it. Maybe I could do some kind of video. But this sex club, so it has a black and white and red theme, but it has a dance club. It has public restrooms. It has, I want to say like seven rooms for the sex for like couples or whatever with its own bathroom. So there's an open group room. That has like tiger wallpaper. It's very cool (laughs) and lighted mirrors. And then there's a a, like a closed group room that has various levels. And that's people can just do whatever they want in there. But it has a door and the other place doesn't. Mm. Anyway, there's also a bakery and a coffee juice bar. Because you got to refuel. Absolutely. You can also get a massage and there's a sauna as well. And I did different themes for the rooms. So one room is a vampire room. It's kind of goth, vampire, whatever. You can do some freaky shit in there. Mm -hmm. I think it'd be real fun. There's also a sort of industrial country room. So it's a little more warm earth tone. Maybe you like Arizona, maybe like camping, but you don't really want to camp. I don't know. Whatever you're (laughs) into. Then I'm I'm trying to go through the map of the the area in my mind. Now each of the each of these rooms have their own bathroom that corresponds with the theme. (laughs) Then we have the giant group room now it's very colorful i really enjoy that one and there's there's couches there's stools there's a window so you can see into the other room whatever do whatever you want there then there's an outlander room which i absolutely love there are candles (laughs) everywhere there's a stone wall and vines growing up the wall love it love it then i had a southwestern room then Mm -hmm. i also have a, a beach room then I have the the dirty city boy room. <laughs> and that is sort of like it's very dark. Everything's black. Everything's sleek. There's there's special wall lighting and mm-hmm. and like tools on the wall and things like that. Like it's a little freaky. <laughs> like definitely someone's getting handcuffed in that room. That's the kind of shit they're into. There's straps and things involved in there. I'm sure of it. It's none of my business. <laughs> You're just designing the spaces. Yeah, I'm just I'm just doing my job, okay? I'm just designing what I was meant to design. And whatever people do in there is not up to me. Then I also have a hot tub room that's all tile, and it's all Middle Eastern inspired. Mm, yeah. Anyway, did that help me get through? Uh, yeah, it certainly did. It kept me fucking busy. And I'm still building on that mansion. I won't be done for weeks because yeah. I can't, I don't have a lot of time to do it all the time like I did the last week. <laughs> yeah. I need to get shit done and I can't, I can only do like maybe half a room a day mm. is yeah. essentially, because it takes me a while because I like to look through everything. Mm-hmm. And every time I log on, I have to retype in all of the cheat codes. Yeah, she got all them cheat codes. I do, baby. She got all the money. And here's a tip. 
If you just like to build and you don't like to play The Sims 4, I think the base game is free right now and there's plenty you can do with that. Everything goes on sale a lot. So mm. I usually buy a couple things when they go on sale to get more decor or whatever. Yeah. The other tip is that when you go into the game, you don't have to be a person and pick a house and all of that. Go into manage worlds. And from there, you can do whatever the fuck you want. You don't have to do the cheat codes to get all the money. You're free balling, baby. You can do whatever the fuck you want. You can go to any neighborhood. You can pick any lot. You can build whatever you want. You can go into the other places and you can fuck with things they've already built. And you can just make the stuff. That's where that's where the fun is at. Nice, nice. You don't got to watch some ding-dong going, walking around and doing stuff you told them not to do. Oh, oh, now they want to use the bathroom? Now they think it's time to take a shower? They should have gone to bed two hours ago because they've got to get up to go to work. And that kind of mundane shit, I don't like. That gets on my nerves after a while. Yeah, yeah. Did I need Animal Crossing during the pandemic? Hell fucking yeah, I did. <laughs> and that was mundane shit I could get down with. But now I don't really play it that much. Yeah. My my island is covered in weeds, I'm sure. Because I just don't have time now. But anyway, Sims 4, build your heart out. Do Make, <laughs> make all kinds of shit. And there's all kinds of YouTube videos about all different kinds of shit you can do. Like in this current mansion, there's a dining room that has plants growing in the middle of the dining table kind of got that idea from a youtube video i watched they did it a little different but yeah same deal and i don't know it looks good i like it it's fun yeah yeah there are no rules i make mm-hmm. the rules Boom. like the basement's a giant sex club Hell's there's yeah. a reception area you guys there's like it's so <laughs> fucking cute i did such a good job <laughs> my last two weeks i feel like i've been talking a lot is i made my own lip balm Oh, yeah. And that was really fun. So last year after I graduated my intuitive body coach course, oh, it was a lot of work and I needed Mm -hmm. to just do other stuff. And so I took some herbal classes and it was all kinds of things with using herbs to make different stuff. We made scrubs, we made face masks, we made infused honey, we made... We made infused oils. We Mm -hmm. made all kinds of stuff. (laughs) A salve. We made like a healing salve. And so I have these oils from the healing salve that I made in one of the first classes. And I decided I don't want them to go bad. I want to make something with them. And I remember us talking about making lip balms. Now, we ended up making the salve instead of a lip balm. But we had all the instructions about how to do it. And so I ended up getting the supplies that I needed. And I made some freaking lip balms with a calendula oil that I helped strain (laughs) (laughs) and plantain oil and self-heal oil that the teacher had already made but she let us take some home and I have I have a whole bunch of essential oils because I did use some of the minty ones in the lip balm Mm, and essentially you just have beeswax and castor oil and shea butter that was all but then getting it the right consistency and Mm, making sure all of that works I poured it into the tubes and let it dry and I got some stuff to work on some kinks to to figure out (laughs) before I, I hand it out to the masses but but it was really fun and I'm glad I got to use the oils and it it makes me excited to try different things like that like i could make my own moisturizer if i wanted to i could make my own body butter probably if i wanted to yeah some of that is a little too involved but (laughs) i i go through a decent amount of lip balm so i thought that's a good place to start (laughs) i did have a one another ui okay which is this app 
I use called Too Good To Go. That's right. Yeah. It's all about like saving food that could go to waste. So a lot of it's bakery items and stuff. I usually go with, there's a Panera Bread near us and then a Pete's Coffee near us. Mm. And they'll both have usually baked goods that are have reached the end of the day. So they're still good. And yeah. they're just stuff that's going to get thrown away or taken home or what? who knows what if you didn't claim it. Yeah. And you don't get to really choose what you get. You just get whatever's left over and, mm-hmm. and whatever they've put in a bag for you. And look, do I need the gluten? No, but sometimes <laughs> I want it and it's tasty. But it's usually bagels. Sometimes there's some muffins. Occasionally there's like a sugar, a random sugar cookie. Or... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of what else. But one time we got that full loaf of oh, the sun-dried tomato bread. I know. Holy Lord, that bread. I keep that trying bread. the Panera just in the hopes of getting one of them loaves of bread again. I wish my mattress was made of that bread. It smells fucking amazing. It's so soft and pillowy. I Oh, that bread. Yeah, for instance, with Panera usually pay like $5 for $15 worth of, of baked goods. If it's $5, you usually get five items. At Pete's Coffee, it's usually $4, and you get four items. So just to give an example. But they got a whole like map, so you can kind of see how far away things are. And you can set a circle for how far away you're willing to go to get things and, and stuff like that. But I think last year we saved 73 pounds of co2 or something like that <laughs> and then maybe real quick last set of ooey's oh uh-huh are some of the shows we've been watching mando season three can There's we just say some... mandalorian i i don't like saying mando all the time it feels wrong mandalorian season three on disney plus there's mm-hmm. been some controversy around it some people are totally against it some people aren't even watching the whole it. season yeah yeah just because of the guest stars I don't know. There's been various reasons and stuff, but oh my God. I don't know. Look, fanboys will always complain about something. They're bigger bitches than any bitch I've ever met. <laughs> and, oh, you want to come for me? Okay, whatever. <laughs> don't listen to those people, because those people... Ugh. It's fun. Not every not every episode is the best episode. It can't be. That's not how people function. Yeah. But is it great? Is Pedro awesome? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is Grogu amazing? For sure. Yes. <laughs> is Katie Sackoff in it? Yes. And she rocks. <laughs> and she's so sweet. We actually met her. And she was super nice. She was in Battlestar Galactica. Yep. That's how we knew about her, mm-hmm. because we watched Battlestar Galactica quite consistently when we first started dating. <laughs> it was like our jam. But yeah, it's just enjoy it. Okay, what other shows? Ted Lasso started recently. Oh, yeah. It's going pretty good. Ted Lasso's always sweet and funny and makes me cry. Yeah. Like every time. On HBO Max, there's the final seasons of Succession and Barry going on right oh, now. Oh, we just started those, yeah. Yep. Succession, oh my gosh, so good. The acting the acting is like, like the last episode when some shit went down, I don't want to give anything away, y'all. But there was like, there was all of this confusion and anger and sadness. Mm, yeah. And they all played it so amazing. Just yeah. watching them do it. Just watching the actors do their job. Yeah. is so fucking entertaining to me because they do it so good. Yeah. And you can see, I think it's cool when someone is acting and you can see all of the thoughts that are happening mm-hmm. behind their eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know exactly what they're feeling 
and they're barely changing their face. Sam Hewen's really good at this too, especially mm-hmm. in Outlander. There's all of these emotions in all this short of time. Is that what an actor's supposed to be doing? Yeah, that's their job. But not every actor does that. Mm. And they don't all do it real good. <laughs> but I feel like in this show, they all do it real good. Yeah. So it's very entertaining to watch. And some of the comedy writing is just fantastic. There's there's a great part with Cousin Greg this season. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So- No cap. Other than depression and anxiety, you get any other no caps, Haley? No, I, I think I talked about all my no caps. That was all up front. I think we do have one no cap, and that's... What the fuck's going on with these people going against drag? What the fuck? What the fuck? It makes me so angry. I know. Because drag is a celebration. Yeah. It's an art form. It's important it's fun there's nothing wrong with drag yeah yeah and these hypocritical people who want to turn everything around on whatever large group of people they hate at the moment or forever and i'm fucking sick of it so support your local drag queens and if there are local places that you can volunteer at or give money to to help support people who don't have the same privileges as you that's really important and just just go into a drag show give a drag queen some money like that's super helpful put some (laughs) dollars up there yes she's gonna love it and she's gonna have a great time with it and yeah i miss going to drag shows too because they're so fun and always always a good time and and just seeing everybody perform and what their different drag is because drag <laughs> doesn't have to be just one kind of thing it doesn't have to be the sort of pageanty very femme looking there's yeah. all kinds of forms of drag mm-hmm. and i would love if people learned more about ballroom as well yeah. and and i would say watch my house my house it's on vice we watched it through philo app Legendary isn't even on HBO Max anymore. Yeah, they took Legendary off. If you can find Legendary, good luck. It's an awesome show about, it's basically a ballroom dance competition show. And if you think, when I say ballroom, if you're thinking Dancing with the Stars, it's not that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ballroom is like like a, a pageant of sorts. It's a competition. Mm-hmm. And mainly, it, it was started as a community for like black and trans people mm-hmm. uh, to come together and and just be themselves essentially and so there, there's lots of pageantry involved there's different costumes there's different categories and so there's different ways of of basically dancing or walking i'm trying to do like a very basic definition for <laughs> yeah. people to understand at these different balls and they compete to see who who does it better or who does it cooler or who has a better move or i don't know there's all kinds of stuff and yeah. it's just really cool to watch you can also go to youtube and just search for for ballroom yeah competitions and there's all, like laomi is yeah very popular in the ballroom scene and deshaun wesley oh my gosh they have some videos where and i know we've talked about this on the podcast before where they're they're doing their stuff and it's so fun to watch. A lot of hand movements, a lot of arm movements, twirls and drops and spins and kicks. And just like, it's it's fun. So yeah, don't be a dick. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> Support your local drag queens. Vote. Register to vote. 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 
please, especially if you are on the right side of history. And, and don't be a dick. Just please, God, please stop. Don't be a dick. There are lots of amazing foundations and charities to that help people of color, trans people, trans people of color, gay people, all all over the spectrum. And I, I, I should try to get like a more public list of those foundations that yeah. I found because every year I get I give to one of those charities in my grandma's name because she was a massive racist and homophobe and so I have found a lot of really awesome charities or foundations and they just what's the right word for any of those things is there like a collective non-profits word for non okay Anyway, I found a lot of different places that do a lot of, of different work with people of color, trans people, LGBTQ+, plus, mm-hmm. uh, and those, those are primarily where I focus right now. Because I just feel like that's, that's the best thing I can do to balance the hate she put into the world. Yeah, yeah. So once she died, I, it dawned on me like, oh, I, I could be doing that at least mm-hmm. to, to help in some way. I'll compile a list of those nonprofits. That's a very helpful yeah. word. Just in case you also want to do the same thing. All right. I think that's it, Haley. Okay. Well, we are going to be on a short break because I am going to see Joe McIntyre and <laughs> I'm going to be busy. But we will have a new episode with a special guest in a few weeks. Actually, once this comes out, I think it'll just be a couple of weeks away. So you guys don't even have to worry that much. In the episode that's coming up, ourselves and the guest all chose a movie that we wanted to talk about. And so we're not going to go in depth with each movie. We're going to talk about our impressions of it. <laughs> maybe our favorite parts or least favorite parts, just our overall view of the movie and things that stand out and we're also going to discuss why we chose that movie and we're all going to have sort of a roundtable discussion about these movies it's going to be fun we've already watched the movie sean chose (laughs) and i gotta tell you i hope you never have to see it it is disgusting and awful it's not like incredibly gory or anything but it's just gross. It's like an oily film to me. It's just <laughs> nasty. I had to sit through it. It was two hours and it was awful. And I, I'm going to start posting some some things and, and let y'all know the movies in case you want to prep. Mm, yeah. uh, but we're going to have a great episode. It's going to be super fun. <laughs> and I'm very excited about it. But y'all, if you had to see the movie that Sean chose, you would probably go batshit crazy well just to put it out there it is like a late 90s dark french movie that's sort of sci-fi I... the special guest asked if i was specifically fucking with them so <laughs> when yeah. they watched the movie and i said i think so because this shit is wackadoodle do i really i'm thinking you set us up and you just don't want to say it. i mean have you ever seen a movie like that in your life though no, do I want to ever again? No. <laughs> Y'all, there's there's going to be some explosive stuff happening on the next episode, so you should check it out. There's a couple parts where I was just like laughing, crying, and it, it, it entertained yeah. me completely. Yeah, and guess what I was doing? Covering my face because it was disgusting and gross and awful. It was disturbing and nightmarish, <laughs> and I didn't want to watch it. <laughs> 
So I'm covering my face. I'm aghast in horror because this is just gross and filmy and makes me feel gross. And he's cackling. He's crying, laughing. Like this is the funniest shit he's ever seen. Anyway, check our social media to get a, a look at what the movies will be. I'll start introducing those pretty soon here. And watch them if you want to. But honestly, stay away from the one that Sean chose. <laughs> and we will we'll talk to you again soon. I hate to say goodbye, but I love to watch you go. I like it because I'm just thinking about cabooses the whole time. <laughs> like, oh, shapely cabooses. Like, honestly, my dog Dobby has the shapeliest caboose of any <laughs> chihuahua I've ever seen. And it just cracks me up every time. And I pinch his cheeks. <laughs> I go, ooh, 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 so cute, caboose. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying to y'all as you leave. I'm, I'm, I'm not pinching unless you tell me I can. So <laughs> consent is important. I'm just pretending to pinch. I'm doing the little pinch move with my hand, but I'm not near you. And I'm saying, ooh, look at that caboose, look at that caboose. <laughs> and then I'm waving goodbye because it's time for me to go. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye.